0: New development today. It confirms the virus attacks the brain. Issue. Beginning thermal scan. Three, two, one. Anomaly detected. Armed guards will be arriving in four to six hours. You must not attempt to leave your home or you will be shot
1: on site. Bombshell CIA documents previously published by the Disclosure Project reveal a decades-long psychological warfare campaign to cultivate a culture of fear.
2: If they ever find out that they are our, our, our equal, we shall perish then. This they must never know. If they ever find out that together they can vanquish us, they will take action. They must never, ever find out what we have done.
3: The only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, and conquer this whole enemy. The time is now.
4: Humanity is rapidly approaching. Nothing has really
1: changed. Life goes on as before, except there is a new narrative unfolding in the mainstream media. One that is designed to subvert true disclosure and extinguish the opportunity. They fooled me. I need to think more carefully next time they try and fool me. No, they just continue with the programming. These
5: people are completely and utterly slave minded, genuinely slaves. They live inside of a system and the system they're going to purport and fight to defend is going to destroy them they're not fighting for a system which is going to give them anything other than absolute slavery and tyranny
3: but i'll tell you what they don't want they don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking they don't want well-informed well-educated people capable of critical thinking they're not interested in that that doesn't help them that's against their interest that's right you know something they don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how badly they're getting by a system that threw them overboard 30 years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers workers, people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it.
6: I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance, even in democratic countries, and it makes surveillance go under your skin. We
3: can discuss what I think is potentially could be the greatest crime in in the history of the world. Never did I expect, JD, that I would all of a sudden meet domestic enemies that somehow our founding fathers put in our oath of office that are
1: a danger to this nation. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes and the final takeover begins
0: the takeover of america
1: by a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will call kill and subjugate
0: happening as we sit here
1: it's happening all around us the other
5: shoe waiting to drop it'll probably start on a friday the banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money?
4: Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs
5: to knock out major grids. What will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia.
1: Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartels drugs and keep taking them over and over i threw the script away i mean who is gonna believe that
3: crazy idea what happened to people that they start
7: believing for some reason that this government had their best interest at heart
8: this transmission is coming to you this transmission is coming to you this transmission
0: is coming to you welcome to your deep dive for truth everyone out there is searching for the truth but sometimes the truth hurts it can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family the first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill, this choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth.
3: It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big
4: club. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. It's been a while. We're coming back to you from location number six. Trying to get the word out. I hope uh, you guys are enjoying the show. Remember, this is fiction. They are watching. I can't enhance that enough. Remember, go to our website if you happen to uh, hear something new from us and, you know, you find it interesting, support us to keep this mission going and donate a dollar for a mission or become a truth ambassador. There's different levels. What we are trying to do is uh, develop this Federation of Truthers and trying to establish levels of um, actual intel through emails. If you guys want to join the Federation of Truthers, to join, just... Become a Truth Ambassador. We are going to come out with levels, depending on what your category you wish to be in. If you'd like to be a science officer, you want to lead, get your name out there, or just be an on-the-ground person trying to dig things out and help people. So again, this is for the human race. We're trying to definitely get this message out to you guys. Bear with me. Big T's out of German chocolate cake from Timothy's. I'm just drinking Timothy's breakfast blend. It's still good. Don't get me wrong but it's no German chocolate cake. You know what I'm saying. Keep pushing. This is Dr. Stephen Greer with some good stuff, so I'll let you listen.
1: The question is often asked, when will UFO disclosure happen? The answer is, it has already happened. It happened in 2001 at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C., where military, NASA, and intelligence agency whistleblowers testified to their involvement UFO cover-up, and the back-engineering of extraterrestrial technologies. It happened again in 2017, with the release of the film Unacknowledged, in anticipation of which the CIA and the FBI published millions of UFO documents on their websites. Despite all this, nothing has really changed. Life goes on as before, except... There is a new narrative unfolding in the mainstream media, one that is designed to subvert true disclosure and extinguish the opportunity for transformation available to us through these revelations. Earlier this week, the New York Times and Politico revealed the existence of a secret government program to investigate UFO sightings.
6: It was especially focused on encounters by members of the military, like this one experienced by a U.S. Navy pilot off the coast of California. Average people see UFOs, you know, on the news, right? All of a sudden, it's real. UFOs, we've been tracking them in the sky. And they go, okay, well, were the tinfoil hat people Right. It took a long time for the mainstream media finally admit that yeah you know they are in fact real why did we wait that long why did we wait for the mainstream media to tell us before we finally believed hey this is actually happening and the challenge is if there's potentially multiple narratives how do you decide which one to go with
5: back in the 1990s i was read into or briefed on a project that involved an interagency group that had the ability to disclose the ET presence in a way that would frighten everyone on earth and convince the public that there was an alien threat,
1: which is completely false, it's all a lie. And that this had been developed in the 50s, and they had been developing the means and the psychological warfare to make that happen. So in the 1990s, I wrote a paper called, When Disclosure
5: Serves Secrecy. What that means is, there are two kinds of disclosures that might happen a truthful one that is also a hopeful one, which is what I gave up my medical career to try to actuate, do. And then there's the one that is spun by the spinmeisters in Washington and at the Pentagon and CIA, which runs like this. It's true, the UFOs are real. They are here as a threat. They're violating our airspace. They're a national security and a threat and
6: a threat to our sovereignty. I'm quoting. The purpose of the program the Advances of Aerospace Threat Identification Program was really designed to do just that. Uh, from a national security perspective, identify those things that we see and try to ascertain and determine if that information is a potential threat to national security.
5: And we knew this was going to happen because I had met with people who were in these classified projects who were on interagency committees that had everything set to roll this out and they were just waiting for the right time. The Soviet Union has ended. We have the global terrorism while it's still there. It's not like it was around 9-11. This is the next big thing that they want the public to be afraid
7: of. When a pickpocket meets a saint, all he sees are his pockets. Or like, if if you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And and it's not that this isn't a genuine perception on their part, because they've been raised, their entire political and, and professional career has been designed to have this kind of artificial construct of this. There's this national airspace, and nobody can come into the airspace unless we say so. And they've got this super control mechanism going. And they're right at this really important place right now where they're attempting to establish a kind of one- one world Government, you know, that they've gotten the communication systems up, the transportation systems up, and they want to establish a planetary government, and there's nothing that is going to motivate the creation of a One World Government, like the discovery of an ultimate other, standing in front of the United Nations, the Senate, right out. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. He was silly enough to say it. You know, that's part of his naivete. But the fact is, that is their agenda. Legendary
1: civil rights attorney Daniel Sheehan has spent over 50 years fighting the national security state. The Pentagon Papers and the Iran-Contra scandals are but two of his many landmark cases before becoming a whistleblower and legal counsel
7: for the Disclosure Project in 2001. It's helpful, of course, for them to say, oh, UFOs are real, that's quite helpful we've been trying to get people to understand that now for the last 30 years but it's all immediately wedded to this fact that they're this horrible threat and so we have to come forward with a positive set of programs a positive vision for this and that's what i'm trying to help get the vatican and the jesuit order to become involved in and putting forth you know a discussion about the theological and philosophical challenges that this presents to us but it's not a national security threat You know, it's not a threat to our species, it's not a threat to our planet, it's a threat to our view as ourselves as the the be-all and end-all that the entire universe was created as a stage on which to play out the human drama of one single species. You know, that ain't so. But let's let's get used to it, and let's figure out what the what the new story is. What is the new story? It is a positive story. What is our role in it? We may not be the star, you know, of it, but we're a good supporting character uh, in in the unfolding of our universe. And let's figure out what that story is. The
5: success of Unacknowledged, which has been seen by hundreds of millions of people now.
3: Have you not watched Unacknowledged? What is Unacknowledged? You gotta watch Unacknowledged. What is that one? Okay you got to wash your unacknowledge. What is it? you got to wash your unacknowledge. Is that that Stephen Greer movie? ...caused
5: a reaction within the intelligence community of the United States. And so what the major media has begun to do is to cooperate with the intelligence community in reporting all this information out, but with this peculiar spin, very subliminal at this stage, that it's a threat.
6: The project was called the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program run by an official named Luis Elizondo.
1: I think this is a national security imperative. We have clear
7: things that we do not understand how they work operating in areas that we can't control. One of my first cases uh, coming out of law school was for NBC to establish the right of journalists to protect their confidential news sources. I did the amicus briefs for the New York Times and the Washington Post and, and also for CBS and ABC. And it was at that time that I began to realize that there was this close working relationship between the board of editors of the New York Times and the national security community. That there's conversations going on all the time between the, the board of editors and the national security people. Uh, and we actually got an affidavit from Teddy Sorensen saying that, oh yes, The National Security State and CIA and everybody consult regularly with the New York Times to get them not to tell information about covert operations that we're engaged in. I was surprised uh, to find that out at that point. I began to do an investigation about this as the lawyer for the Times, now and for NBC, and found out that there were 42 full-time Central Intelligence Agency or NSA people employed by the major national news media, and they had a whole entire
4: project called Project Mockingbird, and that they were deeply embedded. Project Mockingbird. The intercept activity was particularly productive in identifying contacts of the newsmen their method of operation, and many of their sources of information, for example, it was determined that during the period they received data from 13 newsmen, 12 of whom were identified, 12 senators, and 6 members of Congress, all identified, 21 congressional staff members, of whom 11 were identified, 16 government employees, including a staff member of the White House, members of the Vice President's Office, an assistant attorney general, and other well-placed individuals. A number of other sources were partially or tentatively identified, but the short span of the activity precluded positive identification. It was observed that through these contacts the newsmen actually received more classified and official data than they could use, and passed some of the stories to other newsmen for release, establishing that many leaks appearing under other bylines were actually from sources of the target newsmen. So that was a little snippet out of Project
7: Mockingbird with with major national news media. And they were constantly, from their point of view, safeguarding the information that was going to be allowed to get out. And it was quite clear that they viewed themselves as all part of the same basic fraternity. They all shared in the patriotic vision of the Central Intelligence Agency, being able to go around the world. The thing that we had the biggest challenge with on the Pentagon Papers case is they didn't want to reveal the fact that there was a massive assassination program going on, and it was being funded by heroin trafficking, you know, to keep it away from the congressional funding investigations, etc. I thought this was a terribly newsworthy thing to tell her about, but it was beyond the pale. That was not to be talked about here. You know, you can talk about how bad the Vietnam War was, and even the fact that they lied about the Bay of Tonkin uh,
5: incident, but not this. Even the Air Force Office Special Investigations Officer Richard Doty admitted that he would bring bags of cash to national security editors in the major media to get their cooperation in this narrative.
1: So every news uh, agency, uh, every television, radio station in the Albuquerque or Santa Fe area had our snitches in there. So we knew, and we paid them. We paid them good money. One of, the good, one of the reasons you get the people is you pay them and uh, and that was controversial that that was somewhat controversial
6: do you know national media that have oh yes yes yeah i'm not gonna name them what you have now is a concerted effort between mainstream media social media platforms and tech giants to say let's gain control back of the narratives that we require to make sure that we can control how people think about certain topics. So now you have this fear-driven, you have this, this tight little box of what the UFO in the extraterrestrial subject is really about, how it relates to military, government spending, weapons, all the sort of conversations that are very common in the mainstream that people are gonna relate to that they, okay, I can piece the typical dots together.
5: Let me give you a great example. If you look at a lot of the disclosure project materials, which is beyond the scope of this film, we identified dozens of people who were at intercontinental ballistic missile, nuclear silos, nuclear weapons areas, who had had UFOs come in to those areas, surveilling them, but in some cases, rendering those missiles unlaunchable. Now, most of the men that were in those silos have said to me personally, they felt that these ETs were saying,
1: please don't blow up this beautiful planet, but if you do, If you go to Mutual
5: Assured Destruction, the full launch of nuclear weapons globally, we can intercept a lot of them so that you don't go to a full extinction level event. They felt that it was actually a very hopeful thing that happened. Meanwhile, people came along, took the same data, the same cases, and spun it into a national security threat. One set of
7: facts, two narratives diametrically opposed, opposite. When I got involved in uh, the issue of the UFO issue and the ET issue, uh, starting in 1977 with, with President Carter, I realized that The work that I was doing was characterized by the National Security State as a target for counterintelligence activities. When I see this thing happening with this To the Stars Academy, uh, where they suddenly appear on the front page of the New York Times, and the CNN all of a sudden wants to talk with them and they're on MSNBC and all this kind of stuff, uh, I immediately kind of uh, realized, wait a second, this is part of what I've been worried about coming out because they were constantly spinning this story that this is a threat.
5: My name is Tom DeLong. Um, A lot of people know me uh, from my
7: band Blink-182. I started that band when I was 16. Through a series of meetings, I was soon connected to a large group of U.S. government officials from the CIA, the Department of Defense, and Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. These guys were the ones involved in the secret of U.S. government programs that dealt with these subjects. What's happening is the two the Stars Academy people were all, you know, Jim Sumi-Van, who's there, and, you know, the chief of covert operations domestic for CIA, which in and of itself is totally against the law. You know, the National Security Act of 1947 completely, clearly and unequivocally prohibits any kind of covert operations stateside. Uh, but here, that's who he is. Uh, and there he is there and you got guys from the DIA and the Defense Department and Hal put off and stuff and they're they're all there. And, and what, what they're doing is they're they're putting this intense spin every single thing they talk about all has this kind of gestalt to it that this is a threat and it very well could be a threat uh it's a threat to our national security it's a threat to our airspace uh it's a threat to our sovereignty it's it's what it is it's a threat to our dominion over our own planet and of course they think that's their job our job is to assert full spectrum dominance over the entire planet. We actually have the documents from the 1992 United States Defense Department policy planning guidance document.
4: So this document states, this defense planning guidance addresses the fundamentally new situation which has been created by the collapse of the Soviet Union, the disintegration of the internal as well as the external empire, and the discrediting of communism as ideology with global pretensions and influence. The new international environment has also been shaped by the victory of the United States and its coalition allies over Iraqi aggression, the first post-Cold War conflict, and a defining event in U.S. global leadership. In addition to these two great successes, there has been a less visible one, the integration of the leading democracies into a U.S.-led system of collective security, and the creation of a democratic zone of peace. I guess that's the definition of New World Order.
7: They said that right at the end of the, right at the dissolution of the Soviet Union. Said, oh, we've got to not cut back on our military spending. We have to increase it so we can establish full spectrum dominance over the planet. And so you know what their agenda is, the national security state. It's not for the defense of our sovereignty. The danger of this, of course, is that this is exactly what all
5: fascistic demagogues do to an innocent target, whether it be Jews in Germany or African-Americans in this country. They will create sort of a a boogeyman effect to try to get people mobilized against it and as one member of a royal family told me we need to do things so that the public will accept in blood and treasure the
1: sacrifices needed to have an interplanetary war i'm quoting bombshell cia documents previously published by the disclosure project reveal a decades-long psychological warfare campaign to cultivate a culture of fear towards extraterrestrials. and It's interesting that Hollywood and, uh,
5: you know, the clandestine services are both spend most of their time convincing people that something that's not true is in fact true. I think probably Hollywood is full of CIA agents, and we just don't know it. Um, and
1: I wouldn't be surprised at all to discover that, you know, this was extremely common. Intelligence assets within Hollywood have made billions of dollars popularizing the narrative that humanity's first encounter with E.T.'s Will be a devastating bloodbath let's go
5: out into space and look at our planet over the last hundred years world wars hundreds of millions of people killed in war the advent of weapons of mass destruction our going into space in a competitive way with the soviet union for the apollo projects and others the degradation and destruction of our environment our targeting of extraterrestrial assets around the earth and in space and successfully killing many ETs and downing their spacecraft. Out here in Fort Huachuca, Arizona, there's an underground facility where there are nine different ET craft that are there with all the autopsy bodies. There's a man on my team who used to work in that facility near Tombstone, Arizona, not coincidentally,
4: perhaps. Anybody who knows about that Tombstone, Arizona, Fort Huachuca information, email me, try to confirm that. I know it's from his resource, but uh, that's good information. And if we get that information, we'll put it out there for you.
5: Knowing all that, if they were hostile in the way we think of an invading hostile force, that would have been made abundantly clear to us the day we detonated the first atomic bomb. The fact is they have shown remarkable restraint, almost a level of a Gandhian pacifism, not to have pushed back. So the threat isn't extraterrestrial, the threat is covert human. These secret projects are an existential threat to Earth, the environment, and to our peace in space and relationship with these civilizations. I remember being at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base where a lot of the Roswell stuff ended up and it was the Foreign Technology Division of the Air Force. And I was there to do a briefing and the colonel said, well, what if these civilizations are a threat? He was trying to, to, to bring me into that view. And I said, sir, with all due respect, given the galactically stupid things you have been doing, If they were a threat, you would know it by now, and we would not be having this conversation and breathing the free air of Earth. It would have been point, set, match, over. What are the technologies that would permit an interstellar civilization to go from one star system to another? And we're not talking about Elon Musk's SpaceX or the Apollo rocket, we're talking technologically advances that are in the hundreds of thousands to millions of years past what we have operating on this planet. Those technological breakthroughs, if they were weaponized and in the possession of a hostile force, would be so devastating that you could target a planet and turn it into a pink mist floating through the cosmos if you were a hostile entity. What I have discovered in our contact with these civilizations, and we have had many hundreds of contact experiences with our CE5 teams around the world over the last 30 years, is that none of them are hostile, but quite a few of them are very concerned about our hostility, and are doing things to try to contain that.
3: But our destiny beyond the
6: earth is not only a matter of national identity, but a matter of national security. It is not enough to merely have an
3: American presence in space. We must have American
0: dominance in space.
7: They want to project out into the stars their dominion. Our job is to get people to understand that, that it's not what our mission is as a human species. We need to lay back, participate with all other sentient life in the universe and merit a proper position in the galactic not not be the big bully on the block.
1: Counterintelligence efforts reach a new level of absurdity with the staging of host events like cattle mutilations and alien abductions. In 2017, retired Air Force intelligence officer Richard Doty made history when he admitted on camera that unacknowledged special access projects within the military do indeed stage alien abductions to lay the psychological foundation for an interplanetary conflict sometime in the near future. We did do that, yes. Uh, OSI did that. There was a special group uh, out of uh, the 7602nd Air Intel Wing at Fort Belvoir. They came out and did that. They uh, had these uh, people that had Maybe some sort of defects, uh, anatomical defects that were uh, brought brought in to, to to fool people into thinking they're aliens. Yeah, um, I can't give you any specifics because it's still the program is still classified, and they're, they're probably still doing it. I wouldn't doubt doubt it. They were still doing it. This corroborates what dozens of other insiders have disclosed to Dr. Greer, but they're too afraid to testify on camera. Some years
5: ago, I had a meeting with the crown prince of Liechtenstein, Hans Adam von Liechtenstein. He had reached out to me through some of his contacts. He said, look, Dr. Greer, we have to meet, but we can't talk about this on the phone. Your efforts to effect disclosure are noble, but they will not be able to be permitted, and not for the reasons you think. I said, well, this is interesting. Finally, we got together in New York City. In July of 1994, He said to me, in 1989, a group of us were trying to do disclosure, and it involved Gorbachev, President Bush, senior, himself, and the UN Secretary General Perez de Cuellar. And in the course of us putting together the high-level planning meetings to do this, Perez de Cuellar, the UN Secretary General, was abducted out of his limousine in Manhattan. He was told by the aliens that if they did not cease and desist from their plans to, dis- to disclose this information that every world leader involved, including the president of the United States, would be abducted. This blew up like an atomic bomb in the Bush White House, and it did not go forward. I said, okay, well, tell me more. He says, well, we've concluded that we have to prepare the public for an interplanetary war. And in doing so, we can then also force the return of Christ. I'm quoting. and. I just listened. He didn't know that I knew that the means for that abduction for Paris de Wayar were run by a counterintelligence unit out of the national security state that had the technologies to simulate and alien craft and aliens, run completely by military assets. And that there was a deeper part of these unacknowledged special access projects that resuming even people like Bush Senior, who was on the committee, but had lost control of some of these renegade factions. This is a very complicated story. Paris de Quayar being abducted caused him to stop that process. It manipulated these leaders into going on to a war footing. And he he confessed to me that the reason he was funding the work of the abduction groups was because they wanted to put information out to the public that would scare the public so that people would make the sacrifice in blood and treasure to have an interplanetary war. Now, this is 25 years ago. It was not a happy meeting
7: for me. If there's any one thing that is going to mobilize people to allow the national security state to establish full spectrum dominance over our planet, It is this, the beings themselves, interestingly and very importantly, aren't putting out their own story. They're not doing that yet. They're trying to—they're trying to get us to understand it. They're trying to give us warnings. They're trying to help raise our consciousness, which is a critical part of this entire operation going on, and trying to get us to do this for ourselves. That's what this—that's what this is all about. But the national security state realizes that that's a slower process, so they're now trying to hurry this up. There's a, there's a kind of an emergency process underway right now. You know, make no mistake
5: about that. When I was briefing the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency, the very first thing he asked wasn't about this subject. He looked at me, he says, Dr. Greer, what we don't understand is why you haven't killed yourself yet. He said, well, my dad knew about some of this way back in the 60s. No one would do anything about it. So he took his revolver and ate his gun and blew his head off. Now, this is a three-star general telling me this story. In the first 10 minutes, we're together. I said, well... (laughs) I, I, I'm sorry that happened to you, but I understand where your dad's coming from. Because it's sort of this there are a lot of people who've been on my team who were who military, who killed themselves, others who have been assassinated.
7: So the other thing that keeps me up is, you know, a survivor guilt. This national security state is is the bane of our human existence right now. And so we have to start disassembling that national security state. Uh, because, you know, you know even if we say Bernie Sanders hypothetically were to become president, you know, the national security state isn't even going to tell him where the washrooms are. And, the, you know, that whole group is going to descend upon him and they're going to give him at least least as much trouble as they've given Trump if you got into the office and you found out something about aliens you found out something about UFOs would you let us know I'll tell you my wife would demand that I let you know. And so that that's why they want Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to come in and, and kind of, you know, continue to get things, quote, back to normal, where the national security state is functioning. They're all operation, you know, they're, they're all going to, to brief Goldman Sachs and they're putting people from Goldman Sachs in charge of the economy. You know, that that kind of thing. We have to rise above those kind of dialectical politics bring the people up, raise the consciousness of the people, and have this function through democracy. That's. I mean, we've got the tools here, they're in front of us, and we've got access to the internet still. They haven't taken that away from us yet, but there's a short window here. One exception
1: to the almost universal failure of world governments to initiate peaceful diplomacy with ET civilizations took place in France in 2007. Then President Sarkozy's Ministry of Defense reached out to Dr. Greer to train its senior officials in the close encounters of the 5th kind protocols. During a covert test run in the French countryside, ET craft were tracked overhead going 200,000 kilometers per hour. And this massive mauve-colored craft partially materialized a few meters from the group. Since the operation was swiftly halted by national security state interests, it remains the duty of we the people to become peaceful ambassadors to the universe. Much like a denial of service cyber attack can bottleneck and bring down a computer network, millions of people initiating contact would completely overwhelm the national security state's ability to subvert disclosure. The National Security State people, and potentially
7: working with and through the To The Stars Academy, are going to be pitching this problem. Saying, well, you know, we can't just let that our whole civilization know that there is this highly advanced, technologically superior society out there, and uh, because our whole culture will collapse. Whereas, in fact, it's quite clear that it's their defense of the elite. This 1% of the human family that basically ends up controlling over 40% of all the wealth on the planet that they're really defending. Uh, It is their world that they're trying to defend. So that you see that this is a, a subset of a larger question about how spiritual consciousness and the evolution of consciousness of understanding what we really are in the makeup of the universe is a threat in itself to this elite. Because that is the dissolving away of these kind of differences among ourselves and this coming into a full ownership of our proper place in the universe puts these people out of business uh, as the ruling elite. And so that that the raising of consciousness of our human family is so closely related to the opening onto the extraterrestrial experience that both of them together are viewed as a threat by the elite. What they're afraid of is that this is such an accelerator. As people have these repeated contacts with the extraterrestrials, their whole consciousness starts to rise. They start becoming aware of the fact that we're damaging our environment. They can become aware of the fact that nuclear weapons are kind of an insane thing to have. War is a really bad idea. This is a spiritual experience. It's a spiritual stimulation that's coming.
5: If you take someone from Italy and someone from Japan, Very different cultures, very different people, personalities, backgrounds, emotional temperament. Now, extrapolate that out across the cosmos. Think of the vast differences we're going to be. How do we make any sense of that if we aren't anchored into something deeper? And that point of commonality has been folded within each of us. And that is we are awake conscious beings. They are awake, we are awake. That faculty of being aware of awareness, the consciousness, not what you're conscious of, but the means to be awake, that is a singularity. And once we're anchored into that state of consciousness, the unitive state, then there aren't any aliens, there are just other people who are a little different from us. This is the
4: point where we can make contact most easily wake up wake up people all right we got another section here there's a plan for mankind it is the event extinction accelerated depopulation agenda 2030 reduction from 7.5 billion to 500 to 800 million and here's the plan for mankind event
8: extinction accelerated depopulation agenda 2030 Their plan is to reduce the population from 7.5 billion to somewhere between 500 and 800 million. And how they're going to do that is by poisoning us, pretty much. They're going to poison the water with fluoride. That's going to dumb us down. That's going to make us docile and less aggressive. They're going to spray the air with neurotoxins. They're going to release all of these heavy metals in the air. That's going to cause dementia, cancer, MS, and other brain and respiratory um, issues. They are going to create man-made viruses and diseases in the lab. And they're going to unleash them on us like they did in 2019. This is going to cause heart disease, HIV, AIDS, cancers, and a rise in infertility. They're going to shorten our lifespans from 120 to 60. Having children is going to be a luxury. We're going to see an increase in false flag events, a lot of shootings, lootings, riots, and protests. Anything to keep you on the edge of your seat, anything to keep you afraid, glued to the television, famine. And we see this now. They're paying the farmers not to grow any food. They're culling the livestock. They're, they're saying that, that um, the chickens and the birds and everything are infected. It's all alive. They're burning down um, manufacturing plants. We see droughts everywhere. They're turning up the heat, scorching the earth, a lack of fertilizer. Soon you're going to be eating your pets, zoo animals, and insects to survive. Financial collapse. They're going to devalue the currencies. Individual countries are going to be just declaring bankruptcy. The IMF is going to have to step in. Next we're going to have the UBI. HARP. They are manipulating the weather. We're going to see an increase in wildfires, sinkholes, earthquakes, tornadoes. Next thing is going to be this um, Project Sky Beam or Project Blue Beam. And what it is is that they are going to be using holograms.
4: Yeah, Big T talked about these projects. Listen to that episode. You'll know what we're talking about here.
8: They're going to be using holograms. The sky is basically going to be a, a, a green screen. And they are going to project alien warships holographically they're going to put up a fake jesus this is going to be done somewhere between 2024 and 2026 we're going to see this fake jesus in the sky fake alien invasion they're going to be real aircraft real man-made aircraft but they're going to be hidden behind the projection behind the hologram and this is going to have everyone afraid and they're going to they're going to have just one common enemy there won't be any type of world war between countries it's going to be one common enemy this fake alien and so this is going to bring about the nwo this one world government one world religion all of this is going to come you own nothing you'll be happy you will have no rights the the government is just going to strip you of all of your rights to property you're even going to be considered property then they're going to roll out the, the mark of the beast Revelations 13, 16 through 17 They're going to roll that out next Everybody's going to be chipped Everybody It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor Great or small Everybody is going to be chipped, tracked and traded like livestock That's what's going to happen People are already admitting some type of um, Bluetooth signal And it's going to be activated with this 5G and 6G They're going to be able to manipulate you using this B2K technology. They're gonna manipulate you. You're gonna think that you're hearing the voice of God, but no, it's gonna be the government controlling you. They're gonna make sure they take fingerprints, voice samples, retinal scans, DNA samples. They're gonna take all of this of you. AI is gonna know you better than you know yourself. They're going to call people, text people, and people are really going to think that they're communicating with you, but they're really not. And the next is going to be this magnetic pole shift. Now, they're saying that there's going to be a sun and an earth magnetic pole shift sometime between 2023 and 2050. The United States is going to be split in two. The country is going to be ran from Denver, Colorado, and Atlanta, Georgia. Russia and Africa are going to be the top two food producers in the world. I'm going to keep this under five minutes. Check the description and be well.
4: Okay, that's some predictions. Uh, it was over a year ago that we dug this up a lot of it we've already covered some of it was interesting it was kind of new the magnetic pole shift the sun and the earth sun's activations which they've been having a lot of solar flares but it's been kind of hammering our magnetic field so the pole shift i guess i can kind of understand but they said that that's going to happen anywhere potentially along the way of 2023 to 2050 but uh, we've got some more serious problems coming here just so you all know big t's got Location six set up. Please understand, we're trying to keep the messages coming. We're trying to keep you informed. You, my family, the human species. We're trying so hard to get this out to you. And I and I want to put out a challenge to all the followers, people that are following the Deep Dive for Truth team and Big T. You want to hear something brand new on the next one? You want to hear something that 99 of you have not heard? And it's great info. Go to our website. And for new people listening, go to our website. Go to a mission. Donate a dollar. Almost every country in the world is listening. The system is tough. I'm trying to break through for you. I'm trying to get you some more information. Go to our website. Donate a buck. If you can, subscribe and see what happens. See if it stays with us. Again, a dollar a month, $12 a year. Give us some cups of coffee. We're, uh, we're out of German chocolate cake. Uh, Timothy's German chocolate cake. But hey, listen. I love y'all. God, family, country trying so hard. We're going to come back to you with some good stuff. I want to see all you followers out there supporting me for the
2: next message. All right. Until the next time, this is Big T. Peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you, but the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics To show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words, within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction, The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.